I'm Bob Sullivan, the new host of AARP's The Perfect Scam Podcast. And with Frank Abagnale and other top fraud experts, we're bringing you brand new episodes of America's most shocking scam stories. I got an email alerting me to 22 accounts that had been opened up in my name. Scam was masterfully designed. New episodes available now. Subscribe to The Perfect Scam Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Donato's just didn't add bacon to their pizzas. They added bacon to their bacon. Canadian bacon and hardwood smoked bacon. Or Canadian bacon and Chipotle seasoned bacon. Get $2 off a large bacon duo or any large pizza. Use promo code 2. Donato's. Every piece is important. (laughs) What's up? What was that? Oh, there you are. Yeah, I'm speaking now. Yeah, can you hear me? Can you hear me now? Can you hear me now? We're back on uh, Illinois recording, huh? Yep, we're back. We're back, Jeff. I I took a listen to the last podcast, and the production was nothing short of dreadful. Oh Jesus! I, I spent time on that. No, nothing. Nothing that you could have fixed. Uh, <laughs> just the, just the recording itself. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. No, well, I mean. It was nothing. Voice memo for you. Yeah, no, it was nothing that you could have done. Nothing against you. It was just, it was just really hard to hear, and it was dreadful, Jeff. I'm not. If we don't have any listeners at all anymore, I wouldn't be surprised. (laughs) So, (laughs) so we'll see how it goes. Uh, But yeah, we're back. I figured out a little loop, a little workaround. I'm I'm on another computer. Uh, We're back. Hell yeah. So. um, Yes, yes. Uh, so here we are. We are recording on Friday evening. It's 5.23 p.m. in Central Illinois. Central Valentine's Time. Valentine's Day. Valentine's Day, the big V. Um, we celebrated last night, so tonight we're not really doing anything. We got family in town uh, tonight, but they're not showing up till late, so probably won't see them till tomorrow. And, um, are we still on a home that worked out for tonight? Yeah, we got about an hour. Would be good. Alright, just keep, keep me on that timer. Get that egg timer for me. Okay. Right now we're a minute and 51 seconds in. Hey, Eric, do you use an egg timer? I know we're going to start off hot. I'm talking with an egg timer talk. Uh, you mean like a one of those timers you twist? Yeah, goes, I just saw one for, like, for the first time in years the other day. I'm like, good God, people are still using those, huh? Yeah, we, we used to have one. My grandparents had one in this house that I'm living in. We purchased this house off my grandparents um, after my grandpa died. And uh, they always had one that was a tomato. Ooh, tomato timer. Tomato timer. And you'd twist it and go... But I don't know how accurate it was. They're never accurate, actually, I don't think. No? I don't know. I think it's one of those things like after it's you've used it five billion times for twenty years, it's probably not going to work. Yeah, moving on. <laughs> so what do you got going on today? Uh, not much. Day off. I went and got my uh, haircut. Haircut and uh, goatee trimmed. Big cut. You ha- you let them trim your goatee? Oh, I always do. Wow, I mean, professional trim. Get around the edges, you know. Line you up. 
Line me up. A professional lineup. So you must have. There's no, uh, there's no razor shave or anything, but yeah, he'll take the Clippers to the goatee. Make it look nice. Okay, so you must have upgraded from like a quick stop hair cuttery to an actual barber. Oh yeah, I've been on that train for probably about two years now. Good for you. You know a Floyd's Barbershop? I think it's a national chain now. Uh, no, I never heard of that. Okay, well, it's a, it's a national chain, but it's not like, it's... When I was in Illinois, I saw him in Chicago a couple of times, and, like, my understanding of it was it was a hip barbershop, because they had, like, TVs and they had loud music and shit. It's kind of that. But I, 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 it's just like an upgraded barbershop. So two years ago, I, I was go, I was going to get my hair mowed at the hair cuttery or what's the other place? Supercuts. Yeah, great clips. And they, they, the one in downtown Denver, they fucking just pump them in and out, man. You want something? Bam! Two minutes later, bam. Done. Ten bucks. See you later. Yeah, dude, dude wasn't even looking. He didn't no look past. Yeah. <laughs> So I got, I got fed up with the way my hair was looking with that, and I went to, uh, I just did a walk-in at this Floyd's Barbershop, because apparently it started in Denver. I didn't go to the original location, but it started here. Uh, just went to the one on Broadway here, and walked in, got a, got this one barber. He gave me his card afterwards. He hooked me up like, he did the work. A piece of shit. Uh one pop stop yeah you know yeah he's like oh no i got you i'll hook you up yeah and uh gave me gave me this nice fade i've been rocking for a couple of years now and he trimmed up my goatee then too so I, I just asked him like hey you guys do that shit it's like yeah i can do that uh, Did the whole works the the razor to the neck all that so i've been sticking with him since uh, he moved out of Floyd's and into another shop that's closer to me because he lives in my neighborhood as well. So it's worked out swimmingly. Nice. What's his name? Mark. Hell yeah. You, you, you followed him. You're like a real customer. Oh, yeah, I'm a regular of his. So he took the straight razor to your neck? Yeah, back of the neck. Yeah. Make you purr, purr like a walrus. <laughs> so, but it, was a, it wasn't the Clippers. It was actual razor. For the back yeah. of the neck. Nice. Yeah, that's that's the technicality of a barber as far as I understand it. Yeah. The barbers are the only ones certified to use a straight razor on the neck. Oh, yeah. As far as I know. Um, but yeah, that's pretty sweet. You gotta... The thing about getting your hair cut is you want to go to somebody that gives a shit. Oh, yeah. And at those, at those quick... Those pop, those pop shops that you speak of, they just fucking, they ride you hard and they put you away. You, you get ridden hard and fast and you're out of there. Yeah. Oh, seriously. Like, uh, uh, one of our buddies of the show, uh, when I came back into Peoria with one of these fades, he showed me the, the fade that he got from a haircuttery in Peoria. And I'm like, oh, good God. Yeah. 
We won't we won't put him out there, but yeah, that's a terrible that's a terrible idea. That's a terrible uh, decision you made to go into one of those places. Well, I mean, you don't have many options in Peoria. We got barbers, bruh. Yeah, I guess that's true. Yeah. I just never see those shops. Dude. It's so sneaky in Peoria, next to all the flashy shit on the side of the road. You know. Yeah, I mean, I go to Bob the barber. He hooks it up. His name's not really Bob, Jeff. No, that's just no. his uh, stage name. That's his stage name because he's uh, he's Lebanese. Oh, okay. So he's so Bob's his American name. Yeah, he's got a, he's got one of them American names. Okay. Uh, but he told me his real name, but I can't remember it. Um, but he's a real good guy, and he is a I mean he's a legend. He's like fucking Picasso with the with the with the snips, Jeff. Really, my man. Yeah, is, it's pretty wild. You can just he just he's like Edward Scissorhands back there. The hair is just flying, and he's oh man, that sounds like an old school barber. Oh yeah, he's he's really good. Chef Curry with the pot. Now, do you want to give him a shout out? Or are you trying to keep him on the DL so he doesn't get flooded? <laughs> no, people know about him. My man's they know about him. He won uh, best barber shop uh, twenty nineteen of. Uh, like, Journal Star does, like, a best of, which is, like, our local newspaper here in Peoria. Yeah. And they do, like, a best of 2019. Every year they do a best of 2020, you know. And he won Barbershop last year. Uh, nice, dude. And he was, like, he's been doing this forever. Like, this isn't just, like, a thing. But, like, he's been doing this since he was, you know, 16. He's been in competitions all over the world. He's told me some cool stories. So the guy knows what the fuck he's doing. I went in there one time and he had a, uh, like a kid that must have been, I mean, he could have been under one, two years old. He could have been like a year and a half old, like a real small boy. Yeah. And, uh, it was unbelievable what he was doing with the, with the, with the, with the shears, man. Like as this, as this kid's moving around and everything, it was just like, I mean, he's a wizard back there. So, I, uh, so yeah, Bob the Barber, if we have any Peoria listeners. Hold on. Uh, is, is, is he in the Heights? What, what, what's his locale? Uh, hold on, we got a not responding on the recording here. Uh-oh. He's in, uh, hopefully it's still recording. He's in, uh, he's right there by that weird steakhouse that's off of Glen. What's that one called? Lariat? It's one. It's the one I never go to. Oh, by the Acme. Yeah. Oh, we're still recording, bruh. Okay, good. Technology's been really fucking us lately. Yeah, man. So we're twenty twenty. Yeah. Coming in hard. Twenty twenty. You know what really pissed me off today, Jeff? Huh. Let me tell you about some road rage that happened. Oh, I'm down to listen. Well, it's the most unsatisfying road rage story you've ever heard. You're gonna be, you're. This is gonna make you furious. <laughs> okay. So I'm. Uh, imagine opposite sides come in and join together into the interstate, kind of like a pair of pants. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Totally. <laughs> like, imagine you're looking at a pair of pants you laid out on your bed. Uh, God, we're blowing up here. 
uh, a pair of pants you laid out on your bed, and you're standing over your bed looking at them. I'm coming on the left leg. Okay. And uh, these these two lanes are going to merge into one up in the crotch area, and then we're going to go on our merry way down 74. East. Now, are, are, are these curving pants? Like, are you curving into the merge? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I mean, this that part, I guess, really doesn't matter, but it's kind of a weird... I don't know. But anyway, so I'm coming on the left-hand side, and my car has this issue where it'll say... Uh, it'll say, engine has low power uh, across the dashboard there, and I'm not sure what's wrong. I gotta get it... I gotta go over to my buddy Brandon and see what's going on with that. But um, basically, I mean, I had pedal to the metal, and I'm going 60 miles an hour. And like, and like, this isn't like an all the time thing, but every once in a while it'll pop up across the dash there, and I don't know what's going on, but you can't get any power. It wasn't, it wasn't lying. If it's pedal to the metal and you're just pushing 60. Yeah, yeah. Uh Uh-oh. Yeah, so the guy behind me is clearly upset about it. At this point, there's nothing he can do. You know, he can't pass me. We're on an off-ramp. So... Wait, you getting off the interstate or you getting on? I'm getting on, but we're on a ramp. You know what I mean? Okay. He can't yeah. pass me. Yeah. So he's he's clearly upset, and I can understand why, and I totally get it. So once we reach the crotch area of the pants, I do the right thing, and I immediately get to the right lane. I'm coming from the left lane. I immediately get to the right lane to get out of the way so he can move on, and I can try to figure out what's going on with the car, you know? Yep. And uh, so I did the right thing. I got over to the right. And then as he's passing me, he's laying on the horn. Yeah. So I'm, I'm, you know, I'm, I turn to my left and I'm giving him the double, I'm giving him middle fingers and yelling at him, fuck you, blah, blah, blah. And he's not even looking at me, Jeff. He straight, he straight faced me. He fucking, he, he drove past me horn, laid on the horn the whole time he's passed me and he looked dead straight. He didn't even have the balls to look at me. What, what a, what a, what a... Oh, uh, yeah. It was the ultimate little bitch move. It made me so mad. Like, if what you... What kind of car was he in? Oh, pfft. Like a fucking Subaru or something. Some... Oh, yeah. Some jerk off with a shitty beard and... Most people don't movies, but maybe. Uh, yeah, that's. Got a lot of supers. <laughs> yeah, but anyway, so like it just made me. Can you imagine? Like if you're gonna if you're gonna horn somebody, have the balls to look at them. Yeah. I mean, let's have a little eye contact here so I can give you a little sign language, and show you what I'm thinking. The devil's advocate. He was keeping his eyes on the road, but still give him a mirror. I mean, look, look, something. look at me. If you're going to sass me, look at me. If I horn somebody, I'm looking them right in the fucking eye. Might be mouthing a few words, too. Yeah. Yeah, it's just, oh, it made me so, it just made me furious. I, I, I mean, I haven't driven in years, but I, I remember when I was driving and people would have road rage with me for one reason or another, uh, mostly in Chicago. Like, I love 
passing them or being passed and seeing them like you can almost hear them yelling because you can see how loud they're yelling in their car <laughs> oh yeah oh yeah <laughs> that's the best i want to make someone furious if you can have road rage with me let's do battle yeah oh I mean, yeah not physically but i mean you know yeah i've been that guy i've been yelling at the top of my lungs in my car before so have i it happens. Yeah, and it's great when you catch it. Yeah. So that that really, oh, that pissed me off, Jeff. I even thought, I was like, you know what I should do is get a little uh, a little fake pistol that has the orange tip and then paint it black so I could just flash it. <laughs> then I was like, whoa, that's, that's psycho shit. No, I can't do that. Yeah, that's, 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 uh, that's going on there. <laughs> I know. I'm not going to actually execute that plan. But it is hilarious to think the reaction on people's face if all of a sudden you're just flashing a piece. As yeah, you get the red and blues on you real quick. Yeah, well, I mean, worst case scenario, you get the, the guy that's equally as psycho and he pulls out the real one. Yeah. And just yeah. starts dumping on your ass. Yeah. Doof, doof, doof. <laughs> we don't have much wrestling this week. So we did a little, little late double take last week, you know. We did, we did, um, but yeah, let's let's do get into some wrestling. What's the biggest? So we'll talk about Monday Night Raw. Yeah, Raw was pretty juicy. It Besides was. The main event. Yeah, I'm trying to. Was the main event another uh, Seth Rollins and his bunch match against KO and all that rigmarole? Yeah, an eight-man tag it. My recording did cut out, so if you caught the end of it, I don't know if there's some funny business, but... Uh, I know that the heels won, like Seth Rollins, uh, Murphy, and AOP won, but I'm not really remembering how. Rollins and them boys? Yeah, I know they won. Um, now, for some reason, this this has already gotten stale for me, the... the uh... The Rollins KO and them versus, I mean, Rollins and them boys versus KO and Joe. Even though Joe did return this week. Yeah, no, it's gotten stale for sure, and I'll tell you why. It's because they just keep cramming it down our throats every week after week. It's just the same match over and over. It really is. I mean, it's some kind of slight variation, but yeah, it's just the same eight people. Um... And I don't know if they've had, like, a lot of eight-man tags, but, I mean, when I hear eight-man tag, I'm already kind of upset. Yeah, I mean, as a kid, I loved an eight-man tag. You're like, well, you got that many people with the ring at once, but as a grown-ass man, I'm like, okay, you guys just got lazy with story right now. Throw them all in the same bit. Yeah, it's definitely a little lazy booking. But I kind of, I'm the on the other hand, the, uh, the Seth Rollins character, the Monday Night Messiah, is kind of coming into its own, I guess. You think so? It's not. T- I I don't hate it. Like it's okay. It's kind of like uh, I don't know. It's kind of like a Jericho character to me. Well, he's uh, I think now he's getting from the self praise into the come on guys like convincing stage. Like, he's trying to convince us that he's the Monday Night Messiah instead of just, like, I'm the Monday Night Messiah, you know? Yeah. It's not that straight. He's, he's trying to uh, draw more heat from the crowd. 
What do you? What's clapping in the background there? It sounds like a fucking clave. Can you hear that? <laughs> yeah. What is that? <laughs> it's quiet on my end. It's just the uh, the heater. I oh. can barely hear it. Uh, is that what those things are called? A clave? Uh, yeah. The clave is a thing doing the pa 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 pa. That's the thing doing that and like salsa music. Yeah, it's like like uh, two chunks of Hollywood makes like ding ding type noise. We probably you probably play, play play one back in the day, Eric. Oh, I did. That's why I'm talking about it. You hold it like a uh, a cup of soup. Yeah, like you have a cup of soup and then you lay it across with it so there's a gap in between your palm and the clave. Yeah, because if you hold them like drumsticks, you don't get that that chink sound. That chink chink chink. Whoa, whoa. that sounds racist. That does not sound racist. That's a percussive uh, noise. That's a professional term? It's 2020. Let's move on. <laughs> That's a percussive noise. I'm a music teacher making the noise of a clave. Okay. Yeah, I almost forgot about the clave. I don't know how I pulled that one out of my ass. Well, it's, it's also a beat, Eric. That that beat I just played is, a, is called the clave beat. There's a little music lesson for you. Really? Song clave and rumba clave. It's like just a sick variations. It's one's not, just forwards, wow. one's backward. Wow, it sounds like something on uh, Dancing with the Stars. Uh, you, you might see, you might, you might hear clave on that, depending on how uh, Latin they get. They get Latin. Do they? Oh yeah, you know, you know, the Latin culture has a lot of movement. <laughs> There's a lot of dancing. We all saw the Super Bowl halftime show. Yeah. That was Latin AF. <laughs> yeah, it definitely was. Uh, it was in Miami, too, so. Yes. Yes. Um, so, yeah, the biggest thing from Raw for me, or what I remember, and maybe not even in a good way, but I remember the uh, the Shayna Baszler bite on Becky Lynch. Yeah, Becky had a uh, Raw Women's Championship. It was a fucking great match, too. Of course. Of course. Asuka's always bringing the heat. Yeah. She brought good heat. And her and Becky, just, they, they work very well together. But uh, Be- Becky won, and then Shayna Baszler came in. I can't remember. Did they have a stare down before the uh, no, Tyson-esque it's... bite happened? Nope, behind the it was a blindside attack, Jeff. A blindside vampire, vampiric bite. This, she literally yeah. took out her mouth guard and bit Becky in the back of the neck, drew blood. We all, I didn't see a chunk get spit out. No chunks were spit. No, there was a. It was a. It was a worked blood, as far as I know. See, I watched it at first. A little, little bait. On that Colorado grass. And, uh, at first I'm like, good God. But then, it, like, they got the medical team out there. I'm like, oh, okay, you work, you work me. You work me again. Yes. Which is kind of rare, I think. I think usually when you get blood in wrestling, it's, uh, it is real. The cut might not be real, but the blood's normally real. Usually they do a little gigging. Yeah. A little razor blading. Uh, but, in this case, I think we had similar to the mankind versus uh, 
Big Show Boiler Room Brawl, if I may, if I think I remember correctly. We we had some fake blood. We we didn't have blood dishes, Eric. That's 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 a that's a overdramatization there. I know, but I'm just recalling the times in wrestling that I remember actual fake blood. But um, yeah, it looked fake. It looked really I don't know. Like you could just tell, it was real wet. It was real. Uh, how do you say? It was. It wasn't very viscous. No, it wasn't viscous enough. It was too thin. And uh, I think just there's just no way to do that real unless you're really bitter, which would be extremely painful. Well, I don't know why. Like Shayna Baszler just like coming in, I was I'd be fine with that. Like, damn, that's a threat to Becky. Oh yeah, yeah. They they wanted to make a point. It's just just like Tyson. Like Tyson was already a great boxer. Why why you why you biting an ear? Basler, why are you biting a neck? You're already a great wrestler. Yeah. I don't yeah, it, it was kinda weird. I don't know. I guess they wanted to establish her as the you know, the clear heel and a clear threat. Yeah. Uh I, I, I do have a question about this though, and I don't know if you're gonna know the answer to this or not, but what have you noticed Becky does this like rock bottom? Yes. Does she have a name for it? I don't know if she does, but it's fucking cool as shit. Yeah, no, I'm cool with the rock bottom. I just want a name. I, I like my na- I like my moves to have a name. That's true. Uh, Becky drove to the hospital. She can drive me. <laughs> yeah, she did. I forgot that there was a hot, there was an ambulance scene. They tried to put her in the back, and she just hijacked the son of a bitch. The the man's driving. Yep, and then. Uh, the, the, the getaway though was a little slow. I don't know what happened. Like when she actually took off, she went fast, but like there was a big pause. I don't know why. Well, maybe, uh, I don't know. Oh. I haven't driven in years. Couldn't tell you. Maybe there's <laughs> a little malfunction. I, I have a feeling it's some stupid red tape, some 2020 red tape. Like, she couldn't actually drive for some reason. Like, she had to get in there and then maneuver around and let somebody else get in the driver's seat, and then they had to drive away? Well, when she came back, she was definitely driving. Oh, I must have missed that. You missed the comeback? Yeah, What? so she comes back, and does she get get her hands on that bitch, Baszler? <laughs> uh, she just comes back, comes back uh, right before the main event, and... Comes out, grabs the mic, and calls her out. Uh, Basler never comes out, but she said, uh, I got no problem. I mean, what will she say? She basically is just like calling her out and saying, week by week, I will tear you apart. So expect to see her at uh, NXT or on NXT TakeOver this weekend. Oh, yeah, there is a, there's a random TakeOver this weekend. There is a random takeover. I had no clue until I just watched this raw. Hmm. Well, like I said, we have family in town, so that's going to be hard for me to get to. As if you know, it's not hard enough. There's just so much wrestling. Oh yeah. No, I don't even watch NXT or AEW. I can't fit it in. No, I, I I'd like to fit in it. I do like NXT a lot. That's a good quality program. But uh, it's super hard to fit in. There's no, there's definitely no room for AEW. 
No, no, I, I'm I'm over that. That's 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 2019, Eric. <laughs> that shit played out. Yeah, it's just I don't know. Like what I saw of it, the the wrestling itself. Like it's not even anything else. It's not the production or how everything seems like WCW and like I don't care. I could live with that, but the the wrestling match, it's just indie fest, spot fest. Yeah. There's no consequences to actions. No, nope, you, you not get, whatsoever. You could hit a fucking triple moonsault into a double pile driver and the guy just gets up and then hits you with his quadruple moonsault. <laughs> like nothing makes sense. I don't know. It's not for me. Um, back to Raw, Eric. Uh, MVP had the VIP. What do you think about MVP? Well, he was a... Uh, was he complete dark ages for us? Or Do you remember him? I remember him. Uh, he, he came along uh, after we... Yeah, he's dark ages, but I've seen some of his stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I somehow remember him. I don't know where from, but maybe maybe like you, I've just seen his stuff. But uh, I don't know. People liked him. I think he had a big thing with Matt Hardy, actually. Back in the day? Yeah, I've heard talks of either, probably both, probably a feud and a tag team. But I know he's had a lot of work with Matt Hardy, and it was supposedly good stuff. Well, he, he was top of the card for a while. They had him taking on like Undertaker and JBL and Cena and shit. Yeah, like I've around like 2005, 2006. I've heard good things. They had that music too. One, two, the clock keep ticking. Yeah, I've heard a lot of good things. I think his his shtick. I don't know if it works as good in 2020. His shtick never like when I saw it never got that high. Like he he's always just like kind of boring, but he's good enough on the mic to keep you entertained and draw some heat. He's usually a heel. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's not, like not, not, not like a hardcore heel. Like, he's not getting drowned in booze, but like Elias was in, before Elias got big. Yeah, he, he's a chauvinistic, like, in-your-face kind of guy. Yeah. A baller. He's, he's not too flashy as a wrestler, but he, he maintains. He helps sell and shit. So, Elias is still on uh, Disappearing Act, or am I just missing him? You're missing him. He's having a concert every week, but it's like, it always gets interrupted. He's he's a face now, for sure. He's working on his blue scales. Oh, yeah. He's developing his musician. Oh, he really is. Like, no, all jokes aside, you remember when he first got onto the main roster? Yeah. And it wasn't good. I mean, it's, it's still, like... Yeah. <laughs> you know, as different as everything seems this holiday season, one thing still holds true year after year. Everybody loves holiday scratch-offs from the Ohio Lottery. And with tickets available from $1 to $20, they're the perfect gift for anyone on your list 18 years or older. So, stay safe this year and play it safe with your gift-giving. Give scratch-offs from the Ohio Lottery. 
Lottery. Lottery players are subject to Ohio laws and commission regulations. Please play responsibly. Donato's just didn't add bacon to their pizzas. They added bacon to their bacon. Canadian bacon and hardwood smoked bacon. Or Canadian bacon and Chipotle seasoned bacon. Get $2 off a large bacon duo or any large pizza. Use promo code 2. Donato's. Every piece is important. If this is just what he's comfortable playing in front of thousands of people or if this is the top of his skill. Yeah. I mean, he's, he yeah. hasn't progressed that much, but he also is a full-time wrestler, so. Yeah, I mean, he's, he's not Stevie Ray Vaughan out there, but. No. He, uh. He's gotten a, a hell of a lot better. But think about it. I mean, they do the the WWE Live, like the house shows. Like, he's probably played in front of a lot of crowds. Oh, yeah. For so, sure. So that's a lot of practice. He, he, does, he does a good job. So he's, like, he's in a feud with anybody, or he's just doing his thing right now? Uh, is he on Raw or SmackDown? I bet. Usually, like, his, his segments are so short, I don't even put them in my notes. So I can't remember what show he's on. That's probably... I don't know, but I have a real hard time getting to uh, SmackDown. So if he's on SmackDown, that would explain it. Oh. You might, might be on SmackDown. Anyway, he's getting interrupted, but... Like, he's... I don't know. He'll figure something out, or maybe he'll just be the halftime act at WrestleMania. Again. Yeah. Yep, WrestleMania is always a weird time to see where these guys go. Yeah, because some people get treated unfairly. Yeah, well, I mean, it's impossible. There's so many people that you'd like to see. Uh, and then you just uh, yeah, he's on SmackDown. Okay. Uh, what else? A couple of things I want to get to. Uh, Rhea Ripley. Yeah. Charlotte Flair, Eric. Yep. Uh, with, with the touch of Sarah Logan involved, I'd like seeing Sarah get some spotlight. Yeah, except she just got jobbed, right? Yeah, she got completely jobbed. But I, I believed her uh, passion throughout. The, she interrupted Rhea's interview, and then she came out and cut a real quick, like thirty-second promo. Is a little rusty around the edges, but but not terrible. No, not terrible. No, I I, I felt it, man. I thought this. No, I agree. I thought the same thing. I was like, okay, they're gonna do something with her, uh, and and this is kind of her first shot on the mic that I remember. And uh, it was it wasn't bad. Like it's worse. Like Ricochet's worse. I hate to say it, but yeah, you're right. <laughs> oh, I know. It's, it's it sucks to shit on people, but I mean, I mean, it's fine. I mean, he's great in the ring. Yeah. That happens. I mean, that was uh, that was a lot of people. Shelton Benjamin. I mean, it's not the first time we've seen a guy who's great in the ring, but just cannot get on the mic. Jeff Hardy used to be terrible. Like, he used to be nervous as a twig out there when he pop- popped out the bike. Yeah. I mean, yeah, he's another one. You can't really say he's had a lot of great moments on the mic. No, but he's got better, for sure. Like, he's a veteran. He's, yeah. he's not bad Hardy, but he's a veteran. What uh? What is he doing? He's the one who got hurt, right? Yeah. Okay. Speaking of Hardys, uh, we'll get back to Ripley and Flair. But uh, now let's just let's let's do Ripley and Flair. Um, well, what did what did their whole thing come to? All I remember is Charlotte uh at the top of the ramp while 
Rhea job or uh, Sarah Logan got jobbed out. Um. So then, uh, God damn, what did, what did happen? Uh, she was just present, but she didn't give us an answer. Like Rhea called her out and got no answer from her. Okay. Uh, she just hit her with a woo and might have chopped her or something. I'm not sure. No, no, Charlotte was in a dress. She didn't interact. <laughs> you can't chop in a dress. No. Well, no, you could. I think that'd be pretty cool. By the way, speaking of chops, get on the Boom DDT Instagram handle because Saucy put up a saucy chop. Oh, man. It's like my favorite video of all time. Our, our, our buddy, Milkman Bird. Was it Bird who sent us that? No, I sent it to you guys. Oh, okay. I don't I know where. Who it's from. We got a group chat, the three of us, and I saw that got sent. Yeah, I don't know who I don't know who captured this gem or who posted it on Instagram, but it's been it's been making the way of around the IWC, the internet wrestling community. It's a real life chop, and it gets the full effect. Well, it's a, it, the, what makes it amazing is that it's a real fight chop. Yeah, like there's an I actual that out in a real fight. There's an actual fight happening, and granted, it's not like a. Like a real fight, it's a drunk fight. At like a like, it's not a steak and shake. But if you were in Peoria, it would be at a steak and shake. <laughs> you know, you know what I mean. Like, it, it, yeah, it's 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 not as bad as a basketball fight, but it's not a UFC brawl. It's in the middle there. It's a classic drunk two a.m. steak and shake fight with just a guy who's way too drunk, like two guys that are way too drunk, and one guy that's just pretty drunk. And the guy that's pretty drunk, so basically what happens is there's this drunk-ass pesky guy messing with these two guys. And the, the one of the guys is like bigger and he's just kind of like trying to shoo this guy off. And uh, the, little, the little real drunk guy just won't let up. He just keeps coming and coming. And finally there's like a little, like, uh, there's another guy and he doesn't seem as drunk. He's like a, no, he, he's, he's a pretty drunk guy. But he's perfect. He's drunk enough where he has style and grace, but he's not like falling around. You know, he's not about to throw up. He's not stumbling, but he's he's in that area where you would think of doing a chop. Yeah. Yeah. He's got a lot of swagger going is what I'm saying. He's feeling himself. Yeah. And, uh, he's like, you know what? Fuck this little asshole. And he walks up on him, just he just straight thugs this guy. Like you can see in in his swagger as he walks up that he is fucking not playing around anymore. <laughs> and he comes in and he knows exactly what he's gonna do. Yeah. He's he's setting up for the chop, he swaggers in, he even kisses his hand for a little extra stank. He, Did he really? Yeah, he kissed the back of his hand. You didn't see that? I didn't catch that part. I just see him cock back. I'm like, oh shit, it's coming. <laughs> yeah. So he cocks back, kisses the back of his hand, and then lays a beautiful chop right across the guy's chest. And it is so powerful that the guy falls over a booth. Well, Eric, hang on here. I, I said this when you when you sent me the video. This this chop is high and outside. Yeah, but it's still... It hit him like in the neck area, too. The dude got whiplash. But it's lethal. Oh, it's lethal. You cannot dis- you cannot dispute the power behind the chop. No. I 
I'm just saying it was a little highly is placed a little high. But like the, it wasn't a, it wasn't straight on to the chest like Flair would. That's my only critique. Yeah, but I mean, hey, it's like two a.m. at Steak and Shake. You know, no nobody's really on point here, and then, and he gets a huge pop from the crowd. Did he really? And it's like all I see is a quick version of the video. Oh, like turn it up, dude! The crowd roars when the <laughs> once once the chop lands and the drunk asshole flies over the booth and collapses like a turd. The crowd, <laughs> the crowd goes wild. There's clearly a guy that just says, "Damn!" <laughs> but seriously, if you haven't seen what we're talking about and you're actually listening to this. You need to go to the Boom DDT Instagram page and watch this shit. It is amazing. It, it is, it's, it's. There's so much charisma behind this ass whooping. Yeah. Like the guy is just swagged out. He just he chops a man in the middle of a fight. I mean, it's beautiful, and it's it's the perfect way to handle a drunk pesky asshole. Yeah. Like they're so drunk they don't deserve to get. I mean you. I mean yeah, that guy could have walked up to him, and punched him in the face. And then just, you know, stood over him and hit him two more times and just destroyed him, you know? Yeah. But he doesn't just... Des- that. He doesn't deserve that. Nope. He's just a drunk asshole. So what you do is you just make a total clown show out of it. And you just fucking chop this guy to hell. <laughs> I mean, it, it, was, it was the most appropriate way to handle a pesky drunk bastard. Oh, man. I'm going to rewatch this video after we get done with this now. Oh, it's a it's a good shop, great shop. Uh, yeah, Charlotte Flair and Ric Flair would be proud. <laughs> yeah. So we'll, we'll we'll see what Charlotte if she has something in store for Rhea. A chop like that, I don't know if she could pull off a chop like that. Yeah, yeah, that's a, that's a tough fact to follow. Um, that's a pretty good segue though. <laughs> Uh, what else? I didn't see the, uh, it was probably on the Hulu Cup, but I was probably doing something, running around with Buddy or something, but Randy Orton had a promo. Was there anything to it? Yeah, Matt Hardy came out. That's why I I was going to get to earlier. Okay. (laughs) Because I was thinking it was just Orton not talking again. I'm like, oh, here we go. I'm going to hit the fast forward on this. But then, zoom, zoom, zoom. You know the music. Oh, I know it. I, I'll never forget. It. Actually, their WrestleMania return, like, I don't know, three WrestleManias ago or whenever that was, that was one of the more legendary uh, returns in a while. Yeah, that shit was awesome. Actually, I'd put that and Edge's recent return as my top two notable returns. Well, that takes the cake over Edge for me. It does take, you're right, you're right. But I'm saying, if you had to pick two that are memorable, it's those two. I think I could think of another one, but I can't right now, so I'll agree. <laughs> anyway, Matt Hardy came out, he's like, hey man, you know, his North Carolina accent. Oh yeah. <laughs> it's like, trust me, I've hated, there's a time when I hated Edge more than anyone. And that's as deep as he got with that. But, uh, He's like, but you can't be, like, before that, we were buddies. Me, him, 
Christian and my brother Jeff, we we rode up and down these roads together because wrestlers always are driving up and down these roads together, Eric. Yeah, well, I mean, they—I mean, they really do. I don't know if they still do, but they definitely used to. Yeah, I think they used to. I'm not sure. Like, they probably still bunk together and shit, but I don't think they're driving anymore. You know? You think they fly everywhere? Probably. They could still drive. I bet you sometimes <laughs> they drive, dude. I don't know, but yeah, it, it is a big part of the wrestling culture. It used to be the drive. Yeah, I'm sure there's some wild fucking drives. But yeah, he's just he's pushing edge, like saying like we we built a TLC match, and uh, Orton, he's like you know what Matt, and he tries to hit him with an RKO, and Matt's like no 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 pushes him off, and uh, rallies in the corner for a bit, but then Orton pops back, hits him with the RKO, then he gets out the chairs and starts thinking, talking to snakes and shit. Mm. He, we've seen this. Yes. <clears throat> he hits Matt Hardy with a concerto, just like he did Edge. At first, he uh, he, he he teased us on the uh, neck thing that I don't like, and I hit the fast forward, but he, he, he went with the concerto instead. Okay. Okay, I so... concerto, obviously. Yes, of course. So, okay, so he takes out a legend. The legend killer is back. Is Matt Hardy a legend? I'd say so. Yeah. Okay. That 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 topic's for another day. <laughs> That's up for debate. I'd say the Hardy Boys as a team are no doubt legends. Yeah. Okay. So I don't know how where that puts Matt Hardy, but I mean he spent a lot of years in the game, man. He he really has. So I don't think it's a ter- I don't think it's an absurd thing to say. No, he'll probably make the Hall of Fame. They'll, they'll just make it as a tag team. Yeah, there's no reason for them to go in solo. No, not at all. Um, uh, anything else from Monday Night Raw? Nothing that... I, I'm looking at a little rundown of what happened, and the stuff that I didn't get to see doesn't look interesting at all. Except maybe the Street Profits are on their way up. They, well, they just defeated Mojo Raleigh and Riddick Moss, whoever that is. That's some guy that uh, Rojo, Mojo's running with, but no one cares. Oh, yeah, he's like a football player, too? Uh, probably. Just some beef, bro. Oh, but then uh, he... One thing from Joe's return, during the opening promo, he was wearing a night-night t-shirt, Eric. Oh, I've seen it. Have you? Yeah, he, he wore it, like... He wore it the, the time that they recruited the help of the big show. So this isn't new. Well, I mean, it, it's fairly new, I think. That was the first time I ever saw it. I mean, that wasn't too long ago. I think that's pretty badass. Yeah, it was. was he got uh, to do it before us. He did. <laughs> he did. But he is the original creator. Yeah. That, that's what I was thinking when I thought that. I'm like, ah, shit. Well, he did create the phrase. Oh, we got to talk about D-Mac. During, we, we talked about MVP, but we forgot about D-Mac. Oh yeah, we forgot about D Mac. He's he's doing. I mean, he's doing his thing. Yeah, no, the crowd likes him, man. And when he like, so he he came and appeared on the MVP's VIP lounge, um, <laughs> and ends up 
whooping his whooping uh, MVP's ass. But anyway, when he takes his shirt off, the ladies were roaring. Really, the big, sexy Scotsman. Yeah, big lady pop, which is always <laughs> hilarious in wrestling. There's a couple lady pops. Angel Garza, Angel Garza got a lady pop. Yeah, Roman Reigns always used to get a big lady pop. Um, no, he, he, he audibly said anytime someone says WrestleMania, I got to point to the sign. So clearly he's listening. Thank you, D-Mac, for <laughs> yeah. all your hard work. And hey. we hope you win WrestleMania. Yeah, we've been supporting you, D-Mac. But uh, no, no Brock Lesnar at this one, at this Raw. Which he had been at every Raw since uh, Royal Rumble, I believe. Oh, uh, yeah, I think you're right, actually. Um, but yeah, D-Mac's running away with the sign point game, man. He's the only one keeping it alive at this point. Okay, yeah, this is a good... This is the a sign good, points are a minimum. This is a, good, uh, this is a good point to do that, Jeff, because we, we are about 10 minutes away from the hard network out. Oh, shit. So we need to update side points. And then we need to get to your Bulls update. Alright, so side points. Like I said, D-Mac's the only one keeping this alive. Charlotte Flair had won at the Rumble. Since then, she's been quiet. D-Mac in that time frame is racked up by himself, seven. And MVP joined the fray this week during the VIP lounge with his first side point. It's a three-man club right now. It's, it's very minimal, but the season's young. We're sitting at nine side points. D-Mac with seven of them. That's it? Yeah. That does not seem possible. Are you sure you're watching like SmackDown close enough? To... No, I'm not sure. So if anyone wants to <laughs> fact check me, feel free to hit, hit, hit up the Instagram handle. Yeah, we need fact checkers for sure. Uh, but I'm not, I mean, I, I'm not going to hate because I, there's no way I can tell. I'll... Uh, when I do see them, I'll take note of them. That way, if you miss it, I'll at least have those. Oh, yeah. they As the time wears on, they get sneakier because they get more prevalent. Yeah, and, and there has to be an actual finger point because we're not doing uh, ocular points, right? No, we're not doing... I think last year is an open palm was the, uh, was the rule, but I want a fucking finger extended. Yeah, finger extended. Uh, well, uh, some kind of finger, because I remember last year Stephanie just like raised an arm to it. I think that counts. You have to gesture towards it. Okay, are we keeping that rule? I think so, right? I mean, you can't just stare at it. That doesn't count. No. Staring, nodding, that does not count. Uh, I saw MVP like gesture with an open palm to it. Like... Before he actually pointed to it this week on Raw, I didn't count that. Because he was just like presenting the sign to D-Mac, I think. Or the audience. Yeah. I, I don't take sign presentations. I, I take sign points. Yeah, so like, if it looks like they're just like uh, Vanna White in it, you know? Yeah. Is that the name from Wheel of Fortune? Yeah, yeah, you're right. Okay, yeah. If they're Vanna White in it, I don't count that. That's probably... Yeah. That's probably right. I think you're right. I think I agree. Okay. I'm glad we're on the same page there. <laughs> yeah. Okay, well, that was Monday Night Raw, and that's all we got for you. Besides, of course, you're a Chicago Bulls update. Are you ready, Jeff? Yeah, man. And now it's time 
for Jeff's Chicago Bulls 30-second update. <laughs> it seems as if the sound engineer has queued up the wrong sound, Jeff. Let me try again. Oh, they're just excited. <laughs> yes. It's now time for Jeff's 30-second Chicago Bulls update. to it friends I left you last Saturday when the Bulls were sitting in 1934 I think since then we only had two games before this weekend's all-star break we lost to the 76ers in a game that I didn't watch last Sunday missed it sorry fuck the Sixers now, the, the big topic of this story was not the fact that the Sixers were almost beaten by the undermanned Chicago Bulls, but that Joel Embiid in Philadelphia, when he hit a quote-unquote clutch shot to ice the game, he was mouthing to the crowd, shut the fuck up, and telling them to shush. Afterwards, he backtracked this, but this is what got the headlines, not the fact that the Bulls were there and lost. Yeah, he's a jackass. He can be. He can be a real jackass. But he's, he's, just, he's just a boy. He is very young, but he's a jerk ass. <laughs> I, would, I would put him in that classification for sure. <laughs> but then, Bulls fans, we had no games until Wednesday night. When we went into Washington, led by Bradley Beal and a couple of uh, Eastern European boys who can shoot threes like it's no one's business. John Wall's still out? John Wall is still out. Okay. God damn. I swear to God, there's probably more people at an Urban game than there were at this Wiz-Bulls game. Ugh. It, it wasn't a pretty one. And it wasn't a pretty one for the Bulls because they were getting smoked. Zach Levine apparently ended up having 41 points, but I stopped watching in the third quarter because it was a bad game. Bad game. Bulls never, I mean, they led 2-0, that's it. Wow. Yeah. That is not a, I mean, if you, that is just a terrible stat. That means, yeah. that's just like, that's the only time, like, if you're, if you have absolutely no chance to beat a team, the only time you could ever be winning is the first point. Very yep. sad. Yep. <laughs> It's one of the sadder points of the stats, that's for sure. <laughs> it is. Uh, the jump was in Navy, the jump was at Navy Pier this week, and uh, they were asking Scotty Pippen and Mike Wilbon, Chicago native, gas bag. Yep. Uh, they're asking them like, why aren't the Bulls winning more? And showed all these ugly stats. The Bulls have had one playoff appearance in the last five years. That was before the rebuild, obviously. And blah, blah, blah. Why aren't the Bulls winning more? And Rachel Rachel Nichols wasn't having any of Pips and Wilbon's talk like, well, they're fucking injured as shit this year. And she's like, the name of front court that isn't injured. Well, when you're missing four of your six star players on a young team and you're stuck with Cornette and Felicio, you're not going to win too much. 
Why? I mean, why would they think they're gonna win a lot? It's like you said, it's an extreme. It's a young team. Like, what? Do you, why aren't they winning? Did you think they were gonna be winning? That's what I was thinking. I, trust me, Eric. I went. All, I I added her on Instagram. You, I got up <laughs> in her business and went off on like a a scrolling rant. One of those rants that you gotta scroll through. Oh yeah, I I I often see your comments on. Uh, <laughs> basketball things they're hilarious <laughs> it'll it'll show me yours i i do it sometimes too i usually don't i, I don't think i've ever added somebody but uh I, i'll i'll do a little internet you know sometimes you just have to there's too much passion yeah you gotta let out somewhere and i said that in my rant i'm like it's either this or yelling at my tv for your full show so i'm gonna <laughs> do this route <laughs> Bulls fans, catch the All-Star break in Chicago this weekend. Actually, we're probably starting tonight. We'll go have a celebrity game tonight. Tomorrow will be the slam dunk contest and three-point contest. Zach Levine will be in that three-point contest. And then Sunday is the All-Star game, which has a wacky format this year to honor Kobe. Very wacky format. It sounds confusing as shit when you try to explain it. You said the All-Star game has a wacky format? Yeah, so basically the first three quarters of the game are all separated into mini-games like where the winning team has charities and they donate to charities. And then the fourth quarter, they add up those previous three-quarter games like for a cumulative score with the fourth quarter. And then for some reason to honor Kobe, they just blatantly add in 24 to the number. I, like I say, it's real fucking confusing. Yeah, I don't understand that at all. So the final score will be a final score of a game plus 24 points on both teams, I believe. That's all but, I could come up with? Huh? That's that doesn't. That's not even a good way to honor him. The first three quarters are for, like, charities that I think are, like, apparently in Kobe's interests or something. Sense. Okay, like I'm with national you. basketball, women's basketball, shit like that. Yeah, you just do. I mean, and then you just do a nice video package, and then why don't you just have the East? You know, one of the teams wear the number eight. Everybody wears eight, and the other team, everybody wears twenty-four. Yeah, I I, th- I like that idea better, but they wanted to get mathematical music. Huh. I have no idea. Yeah, I don't get it, but like you said, I don't know. That is, that is weird. But I'm sure they'll have a cool... I'm sure it'll be cool, but yeah, I don't know. I don't understand that. Yeah. But I think the highlight will be uh, Saturday night. Hometown Zach Levine in the three-point contest. Yeah. Has a good chance of winning with Stephen Clay out. Oh, yeah. They're, uh, Mike Ryan from the Dan Lebitard show got worked. Like, uh, like He got straight professional wrestling worked. Uh, he thinks that Zach Levine's going to be a surprise entry in the dunk contest. Because it's his hometown of Chicago. I was like, dude, this isn't professional wrestling. Yeah. <laughs> like, there's four competitors and they're already announced. You don't just add a fifth competitor. And Dan had a great point. He's like, but what about the people that bet on the dunk contest? How does that work? Do people bet on that shit? Oh, yeah. I, I, I should have guessed that. People bet on everything. It's so dumb. So yeah, watch All-Star Weekend. I'm sure, I'm guessing it'll be on like TNT. 
and uh, watch some XFL if there's XFL this weekend because that shit's wild. <laughs> yeah, we're still trying to figure out if XFL is good or not. It's debatable right now. It's debatable. It's uh, in the air. Yeah, I mean, from what I've saw, like, I like some features, but I definitely agree with everybody that says it looks like amateur football. Like, yeah, it does. Yeah, uh, we'll the top 400, not the top 100. Yeah, so we'll, we will see. I mean, uh, well, there's a couple cool plays. I saw a couple big hits. I don't know. We'll see. Uh, the Battle Hawks do seem really good, though, Jeff. So I think, I mean, not, I mean, good comparatively, and I think we did pick a hell of a team. Did they win? Yeah, and they won convincingly. Hell yeah, our home team, St. Louis Battlehawks, undefeated on the year. Yeah, so we we will track that next week, um, and uh, we'll give you a little XFL update. Is there anything else, Jeff? We're about to have to get out of here. Uh, happy Valentine's Day, Eric. Yes, happy Valentine's Day to all you lovers out there. Today I was uh, at work, we were listening to the, there's a station called uh, Bob FM in Uh in Bloomington. Are you you familiar? No. Okay. I thought it was like a national show. I was like, oh, I didn't know that. Um, But it's actually, it's actually really eclectic. Uh, They, they really do play everything. And it's a broad range, so it's 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 pretty much the best workplace scenario you can ask for. Okay. Because yeah, you're not gonna like every song, but when you're working around you know five guys, nobody likes the same shit anyway. Well, actually, I'm pretty much the odd man out. You know, I think it was up to them. They just play country all day, and that'd be fine. <laughs> but I do like the anyway. So I was listening to Bob, and he was playing all all. Uh, valentine's day themed song so that was pretty cool hell yeah so happy valentine's day and happy birthday to my brother jesse it's also his birthday oh hell yeah happy birthday jesse all right jeff well we are officially listen we are 10 seconds out from the hard network out so i'm gonna give you a night 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 Perfect. You know, as different as everything seems this holiday season, one thing still holds true year after year. Everybody loves holiday scratch-offs from the Ohio Lottery. And with tickets available from $1 to $20, they're the perfect gift for anyone on your list 18 years or older. So, stay safe this year and play it safe with your gift-giving. Give scratch-offs from the Ohio Lottery. Lottery players are subject to Ohio laws and commission regulations. Please play responsibly. Donato's just didn't add bacon to their pizzas. They added bacon to their bacon. It's Donato's new Bacon Duo pizzas. Two pizzas, each with two kinds of bacon. Try the new Pepperoni Bacon Duo with pepperoni, Canadian bacon, and hardwood smoked bacon. And the Chipotle Bacon Duo with Canadian bacon and Chipotle seasoned bacon. Now get $2 off a large Bacon Duo or any large pizza. Use promo code 2. Donato's. Every piece is important.